I want to welcome everybody to today's podcast. And once again, we can be heard on Anchor, Google, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Apple iTunes. Uh, it's the Roy Haley Bible Podcast. I want to welcome everybody. Uh, and if you would, uh, as I said last week, I opened myself up here. Uh, go on, If you listen to us on Apple iTunes, go on and give us a rating. Even if you don't like the show, you're more than welcome to give us a rating. Of course, I, we hope you enjoy it. We hope we're a blessing. But if you don't like it, you're welcome to say, I don't like this guy. Why is he on here? But anyway, I, I hope that don't happen. But today I want to talk to you for just a few moments about the hope of the world. Ladies and gentlemen, I think if we would be honest, the world at this moment is the absolute most dangerous it has ever been. Let's take this uh, COVID-19 situation. I was just looking at the statistics before the podcast. Now, I'm sure these are probably a little bit elevated uh, because the flu kind of disappeared last year with all this COVID stuff going on. But let's face the facts. This COVID is a very serious situation. One of our dearest friends just this past week, a church we used to attend, and still wonderful brothers and sisters there, we're we're just trying to get closer to home. But COVID swept through that church. Uh, uh, Close to 30 people uh, ended up with it. Uh, Some were asymptomatic. Some were very ill. And to be honest, and as bad as I hate to say this, one of our dear friends ended up dying from COVID-19 just just this past week. But according to the statistics, 4.43 million deaths worldwide are attributed to COVID. And uh, one of the most shocking uh, statistics is in the U.S. alone, 628,000 people have died from COVID. And, and believe it or not, we're, we're the highest uh, death rate in the world. That that blows me away that our country has the highest COVID death rate in the world. I don't know uh, if we're more careless or what, but I, I don't know. But right now we're coming out of Afghanistan. We have uh, been in that country approximately 20 years. 2,448 American soldiers died there. 3,846 contractors, American contractors died there for a total of 6,294 total deaths in Afghanistan. And what have we done? We have walked out of that country and handed it right back to the enemy. Uh, At present, many Americans are trapped in Afghanistan. Now, as far as I know, our government is trying to get them out, but they never should have left them there in the first place. And I'm not going to sit here tonight and start arguing politics. That that's not. It don't matter who was in office. American citizens should have never been left in that country. Uh, right now, if you're a Christian in Af in Afghan, Af, in, excuse me, in Afghanistan, you are literally running uh, for your life. Uh, I heard just this past week on the news that the the Taliban has already said if you are a Christian they are going to burn you alive and they will too uh, just before the podcast tonight I've seen on the news that many Afghan women who have college degrees are burning their diplomas 
because they will be head be beheaded under Sharia law for having a college education as a woman. Uh, folks, what does America need? Do we need more conservative congressmen or senators or maybe even a conservative president? Oh, that would probably help, but that, that's really not the answer. Ladies and gentlemen, as, as this world continues to burn, many people in freedom-loving countries, and we are one of those countries, one of our major problems is, is one of the things Jesus warned against. He said, do not be consumed with the cares of this life or the deceitfulness of riches and the lust for other things. He said, because when you become one of these three, all it does is choke the word of God in your life and you become unfruitful. If you'd really think about it, a lot of times we try to impress people that we really don't even like. That makes no sense. I mean, are, are we trying to tell them that we're better than they are? Because I don't care how much money you have or how little money you or I have, we're not better than anybody. In God's eyes, outside of Jesus Christ, we're all lost. And anybody who's a follower of Christ is saved. Be you rich or be you poor. But during this COVID crisis, many parts of the world have been closed down, with the exception of sporting events now. Uh, uh, no, uh, yeah, I know not as many people attended, but nothing seems to shut down sporting events. I mean, schools, uh, 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 they had online attendance, but yet the sports continued to carry on. Folks, we need to examine our own lives. Uh, my wife had the best line on this. She said, COVID-19 affects what we want it to affect. When we don't want to do something, then COVID-19 affects it. And when we want to do something, no matter what it is, COVID-19 doesn't affect it. Uh, in Matthew 24, I was reading this this morning before uh, church. Uh, Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it also be in the coming of the Son of Man. He said, they ate, they drank, they married, they gave in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Folks, there's no big deep prophecy in that. Uh, all Jesus was simply saying, you know, when the rapture happens or the second come, it's just going to be a regular day. People's going to be going about doing their uh, their own thing. They're going to be eating, drinking, marrying, and giving in marriage. Uh, they're going to be cutting the grass, going to work. A lot of people don't work. They're, they're going to be sitting around waiting to be kept up. Yeah, unfortunately, that's that's the world we live in. Uh, and then judgment's going to drop. Uh, and Now, here's the sad thing. When judgment begins to fall, it's too late to repent. In Revelation chapter 6, verse 15, the Bible says, And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man, hid themselves in the dens and the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us. Notice they're not repenting. They're hiding. Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. Now listen to this, verse 17, Revelation chapter 6, Verse 17, 
for the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? Ladies and gentlemen, sad to say, most people, and what does America need? We need Jesus. We need Jesus. Sad to say, I don't think most people's going to repent. Uh, our only hope as individuals is to repent and turn to Christ. Uh, he is our only hope. Uh, and I want to say something to many of the parents out there. And would you believe I am almost through with this podcast? Uh, I'm trying to keep it as short as possible. But to many of you parents out there that's listening, shame on you if you're not if you don't have your kids in church. And I don't mean drop them off at church. That's good if you do that. But go with them. Attend church with them. Shame on you if you're keeping your kids out of church. And I want to say something. Church is more important than sports. Uh, we ran into a couple of friends of ours this past weekend at a funeral. And uh, they were talking about uh, they had their kid in this uh, 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 one sports league where they travel a lot. And she said they had missed church for right at two months. And she said her and her husband got to talking. And their kid's a pretty good athlete. And and just said her and her husband got to talking and said, Listen, our priorities are all messed up. God is more important than sports. God is more. Listen, teaching your kids about God is the most important thing you can do as a parent. Uh, yes, you provide for your kids. God bless you for doing that. It's great if you can give them a car one day that you're in good fi- uh, financial shape to give them a car or even uh, help them to get a college education and pay for it without them having to go into great debt. God bless you if you're able to do that. But ladies and gentlemen, if we leave Jesus out of the equation, no matter what we do as parents, we have failed as parents. Uh, I, I want to say something to you uh, parents who uh, have uh, children that's athletes. Number one, there's nothing wrong with that. I was... Uh, I was an athlete when I was a, a young child. How good was you, Roy? Well, in baseball, I was a good hitter, but now I'm not wanting a power hitter. I was a good hitter. Very seldom ever struck out. Very seldom ever made an out. Uh, but I was a bad defensive player. Well, I wasn't bad. I was mediocre. I could have done better. I seemed to panic when a ball was hit to me. But let's just pretend your child is one of the million, one of the that becomes a professional athlete. I was looking at a statistic just a few minutes ago, and, and I just uh, Googled it, and I said, what is the percentage of kids who are athletes that become professional athletes? 2%. The hardest sport to become a pro in is basketball. Second hardest is football. Third hardest is baseball. Number four is hockey, and then boxing is after that. Nothing wrong with pro sports. I'm, I'm, I'm not preaching against sports. Uh, I, I enjoy sports. I get tired of hearing these athletes whine about that make half a billion dollars whining about the country they live in, uh, basically the U.S. Let them go to one of these foreign countries and see if they can make that kind of money. But, uh, but listen, let's just pretend your child, let's just pretend your child is one of that 2% that makes it in professional sports. But before they get to professional, we'll say they get them a college education. That's great. Nothing wrong with that. 
But let's say they turn pro. They make millions of dollars and they die without God. And part of the reason is they died without God is because we as parents didn't tell them about God. Folks, we failed as parents. We have failed as parents. Jesus said, what shall it profit a man if he gains the entire world and loses his own soul? I want to say it one more time. I'm not preaching against sports. But but it's a shame that, that some of us as parents have let Sunday sports take the place of God. And we're going to answer to God. Listen, don't get mad at me. Listen to me. I'm trying to save you some heartache. Listen, how would you feel if one day you stood before God and you heard God reject the child you raised because your child didn't know God and you know part of the reason they didn't know God is because you never taught them to know God? Wouldn't that be horrible? Wouldn't that be horrible? One day as parents, we are all, and yes, I am a parent, I raise kids, but we're going to give an account of ourselves. We're going to stand before the Lord, and we're going to give an account of our stewardship as parents. Uh, and I'm going to be honest with you. I see things I did right, but I see other things I did wrong. Now, uh, sports isn't the only thing that we can mess up with with our kids. I can think of some areas I've messed up bad uh, in, in, in raising kids. But I want to say something to everyone listening. And I say this with love in my heart. Let's examine ourselves. We all need to ask ourselves this question. Am I ready to meet God? Am I ready to meet God? Matthew 24, 44 says, Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. I want to thank everybody for listening, and I pray to God that today's lesson was a blessing. Amen.